It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Welcome to Mind Your Business. Thank you. <laughs> of course, you know me. I'm your host. Indeed. <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited to have you here. Just Shay Adams. You are the chairman of the BEDC board. Um, and you also a representative in Parliament. Yes. Um, but today we want to talk about you and your vision um, for BEDC sure. um, as the chairman. So before we get started, you want to just share a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, you know, my name is Josh A. Adams. Um, as you said, was elected in Parliament October of 2020. Um, prior to that, was uh, working at Butterfield Bank for about 12 years, worked in both the Bermuda and Cayman office. Um, once I left that uh, role, I became the advisor to the Minister of Finance. Okay. So I often tell people that politics is literally my entire life at this point. <laughs> at, um, this point. at this point. But uh, no, totally enjoying it. Okay. Um, uh, it's an interesting experience. And then obviously uh, joined the board of BEDC back in 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and now... This would be my second year being chair. the chair, so this yeah. is exciting. Absolutely, <laughs> I enjoy it. So what was was there a difference between just being a member and the chair? How, how does it feel now as a chairman of the board for two years? It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing because, A, um, you have more of a say, more, more input, more control, um, but at the same time, you recognize that it is collective effort. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I would just say, you know, I'm more at the head, but at the same time, I'm still a part of a team. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. So for me, mm -hmm. um, it has been a pleasure working with you. Thank you. But I think it's, we have an interesting dynamic, right, with BDC since we are a quasi-government organization. Yeah. And so sometimes a lot of the initiatives that we work on are being led or guided by the government. Yes. And so how does that, being a member of parliament, sure. and then also being the, the chairman, how do you, do you try to create separation or how does that work together? I mean, naturally, you have to uh, create some sort of separation, but at the same time, so I, I am very much aware that I wear multiple hats yes. when I'm in the room. Um, and so, you know, those are things that I have to be cognizant of. Mm -hmm. I recognize that... Um, you know, as a as a quango, if you will, um, we do have a lot of our objectives, mm -hmm. sort of, um, or guidance coming from the government. But at the same time, there's a level of independence yes. that we have mm -hmm. that we can exercise um, because at the end of the day, we know our clients mm -hmm. and we know how to best serve them. Not to suggest that the government doesn't, yes. but we're the ones in the field, and so we have to take sort of that independence and sort of. Rather than us, and it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. So what I mean is rather than it being solely the BDC receiving direction, right. it is us because we're in the ground, because we know our clients, mm -hmm. it is us making the recommendations to the government right. as well. So I see sort of that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it's an interesting experience sort of being in the middle of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I don't envy you. Because <laughs> from our standpoint, I can only speak for me, I'm like, okay, we got somebody on the inside. Yes. You know, this is what we need to do. So from the standpoint of the objectives and the goals that we set for BDC 
and its mission. Um, how do you think that aligns with overall what the government's mission is? I feel like we're pretty, but well, what absolutely. Do you think? Yeah. So absolutely. I mean, the, the, the government, um, for example, as we know, the Minister of Economy and Labor mm -hmm. um, recently wrote out an economic development strategy. Mm -hmm. um, there were four priorities that four or five. It's going to kill me. That I can't remember, <laughs> four or five. Anyway, nonetheless, um, one of the priorities is actually. Um, focusing on entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and small business development. So it is absolutely, and, and, and the government recognizes that the BEDC is its, is its vehicle right. to accomplish this. And so there's a lot of um, synergies there. Um, the government certainly is focused um, and recognizes that entrepreneurship is a part and a bedrock of today's society. Yeah. And so it is absolutely a focus to see our young entrepreneurs thrive in this economy. So I will say you have had experience working, you know, mm -hmm. like for the bank, et sure. cetera, and now um, within government. But you've also had experience as an entrepreneur yes. as well. Mm -hmm. How do you think that experience helps you to make decisions for the board mm -hmm. um, as well as uh, for the country? Yeah. So... It's an interesting thing. Um, you, you experience is sometimes the greatest teacher, yes. right? And so, certainly that experience that I've gained as a small business owner, if mm -hmm. you will, um, I feel is invaluable. So one of the things that um, it allows me to focus on is a lot of the bureaucracy, a lot of the red tape mm -hmm. that we can sort of um, be able to. Um, navigate through and try to alleviate mm -hmm. um, how can we make this transition of becoming an entrepreneur as seamless as possible and so having gone through it right it allows me to say hey is this really necessary mm -hmm. or how can we make these efficient so rather than um, someone filling out multiple forms right. let's get all the information um, um, on one form and yes. we have to fill it out once or mm -hmm. let's have a, a, a central um repository where all of the information is set mm -hmm. and so I don't have to keep having to give multiple um, utility bills to yeah. several different people. Right. Here's my utility bill if you want it to research. Um, you know, go to, go this to that one. space. Yeah. Exactly. So these are the sorts of things that's being discussed and um, but it is having gone through that experience mm -hmm. that allows me to be able to put some of those ideas forward. And say, really, we do need this. Correct. They're yes, saying it, absolutely. but I can tell you I can that tell it's you. true. I can absolutely <laughs> attest to it. So on that note, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when is that going to happen? Because that is, I know we've discussed it, like mm -hmm. having the, a concierge kind of service or something like that. Are there any other kind of goals or objectives that you think of mm -hmm. um, either as a result of having been an entrepreneur, but certainly being the chairman of the board, mm -hmm. are there any things that we're currently not doing that you would like to see us focusing on or trying to to put forward yeah. for consideration? I think my focus is less about introducing a new idea mm -hmm. and more about taking an existing idea and how can we grow and expand. Okay. Um, so, you know, I think of, and I, you know, I often say it all the time mm -hmm. that I think the work that the BEDC does is tremendous. Mm -hmm. And so the focus is not necessarily what aren't they doing, but how can we take what they're doing to the next level? Okay. Um, and so a great example for me is a vendor market. Yes. Right? But 
right now I, I envision how can we sort of expand it. So, for example, mm-hmm. how can we get more vendors at a football game, at mm-hmm. a cricket game? Okay. How can we get um, more vendors at the uh, Round the Island boat race where mm-hmm. all those people are mm-hmm. congregated? Things of that nature. Um, you know, how can we create more events such as Harbor Nights where vendors have the opportunity? Um, you know, I often say uh, a great statistic for me is that every year, Bermuda has a great advantage where every year, eight about hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of people, visitors, and, and people who come here for business come to this island. Right. How can we tap into that and so for the advantage of our entrepreneurs? Right. So these are the sorts of things that... Um, I know the BEDC is working on, so mm-hmm. we have a vendor market and we do vendor activities. Yes. And so the focus is how can we now expand make them it bigger and, make and it better bigger and yeah. better for the advantage and benefit for our entrepreneurs. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you. I think there's huge opportunity. And so we start thinking about like what we can do and we're like, sure. we, hopefully the board <laughs> <laughs> will agree and approve. But, you know, as always, things there's costs associated yes. with it. Um, and so... As you know, BDC is is dependent on a government grant, and that's always like yeah. a tenuous sure, kind of relationship. Of You're like, you got to manage the budget, but then you need more money to do this. Of course. So how do you do you think creatively about how we can do it? Because bigger sometimes costs more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, um, over the years, we have tried very hard to develop and create public-private partnerships, Mm -hmm. right, to support us, for example, Global Entrepreneurship Week, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that we do every November, and it's gotten bigger and bigger over the years. Mm -hmm. But we couldn't do it just based on our budget alone. So we actively seek out partners in the industry, Butterfield Bank being one, um, HSBC, all of the banks and people that we have existing relationships with. What are your thoughts around leveraging sort of that private sector to support some of the things, like you said, how do we make these vendor markets bigger? What what can we do? Mm-hmm. We have um, a great advantage. So there's there's two separate things. So okay. the first thing I want to say is when we're talking about uh, sometimes making things bigger, yeah. costing more, yeah. I think ultimately what we need to do as a team, as a BDC team, is create a cost-benefit analysis. Okay. Because I don't think there's an objection to investing more if we can demonstrate that there's more that can come out of it, if, okay. if I'm, making, if I'm right. making any sense. Right, that makes sense. So <clears throat> we need to be able to present, say, you know, we need more money, but here's how why, we can, here's how. why, mm-hmm. and here's the benefit, and the, the benefit certainly outweighs the increase right. of the ask. Um, how can we take advantage of our um, private partners? I think one of the great examples is uh, the Global Atlantic Initiative, yes, right? Yes. How tremendous is that? Yes. Right? This is now taking our um, rocket pitch ideas mm-hmm. and making it bigger, yes. right? Yes. And so, well, so there's parts of it is demonstrating that this is a success mm-hmm. so that we can pitch it to other um, private partners. Mm-hmm. But also, I think the private partners are beginning to have more of a social conscience mm-hmm. and more trying to be more involved in the local community. Right. And so they're now beginning to reach out to us yes. and say, you know, um, what events are you holding? How can we assist? And right. so it's being able to almost have that information readily available. Here's the things that we do. Here's some of the great ideas that yeah. some of our entrepreneurs um, have. And the only limiting factor, if you will, is access to capital. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now that we're talking about access to capital, 
that is a great idea because for traditionally the yes. BEDC's version of access to capital is debt. Yes, that's right? correct. And I often liken uh, debt to fire, right? <laughs> it is great when it's when it's working with you, yes. but it can totally be totally devastating if it's working against that you. That is so true. Um, and so, you know, it can be something that um, entrepreneurs can use to leverage to become successful, mm-hmm. or it can be the thing that weighs them down and they can't seem to come up for air, yes, right? Yes, yes. Um, and so if we can find new and more innovative ways for these entrepreneurs to access that capital to expand their business without having the obligation, yes. um, not necessarily obligation, but more of better management of how to control their cash flow mm-hmm. and things of that nature so that it allows them to grow, I think we'll be all the better for it. I would agree with you mm-hmm. i mean a lot most startups really don't need debt right because they need time yes and it's very hard when you're getting a loan to have the time mm-hmm. because a bank as you know <laughs> in your previous role Indeed. as a banker it's like yeah okay we'll get this money but next month yes, guess what of course <laughs> you oh, got to start paying yeah, down absolutely. on that that loan so we know from experience and you know mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur and having worked in the bank yes. i'm sure working with startups and and new startups that it's time that's really needed Mm -hmm. in addition to the capital Mm -hmm. so i know we have certainly put programs in place as you know we just graduated some of our um incubates from enterprise bermuda Um, and so seeing some of them come into the program the 12-month program Mm -hmm. with an idea Right. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, have a full on business Mm -hmm. where they're getting earnings and stuff It's really rewarding, at least for me. Mm -hmm. So from your standpoint, what would you consider the most rewarding part of working with BDC, especially as the chairman? Working from an entrepreneur perspective? Or well, just... I, I, I'll ask you both questions. So okay. tell me from, from an entrepreneur perspective, and then also because you are at the table, mm-hmm. right? You see the behind the scenes. You mm-hmm. see the things that we put forward mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So I would like to know how you feel both ways. So I often look at the BEDC as having two major pillars, yes. right? And the first being um, business development. Mm-hmm. So as we say um, with the incubator program and the other programs mm-hmm. and courses that we offer, it is sort of tailoring what we do specific to an entrepreneur. Every entrepreneur is different. Every mm-hmm. business is different. And so we sort of have a relationship with these entrepreneurs and ask ourselves how can we better serve that individual and help their business develop right the second pillar that i look at is the economic development it's the concept that rising tides raises all boats right right? and so how can we create an environment that allows a particular segment a particular industry a particular area Mm -hmm. to thrive right no matter what the business is Mm -hmm. um and so those sort of two pillars run hand in hand. And so it's interesting because, you know, as the BDC originally started as the small business yes. um, thing. So we that's our bread and butter, yes. right? Yes. Being able to focus on developing business. And now it's sort of shifting and expanded mm-hmm. to for our focus to now be on economic development. And so it is... The focus for me as chair is demonstrating and being able to progress both sides. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's not an easy task, right? Because I think 
the roles and the requirements differ. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I and think, skill sets, yep, everything. All of yep. that differs. Mm-hmm. And so having been here for so long. <laughs> <laughs> no one's counting. So there, nobody's right? counting. <laughs> um, I feel like I've seen the transition, right, from the small business, from that primary product of being the loan guarantee to now trying to provide all of these programs yes. to support those who get the financing and mm-hmm. things like that. Because at the end of the day, we still want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but previous to that, they're like, I just need the money. Give me the money sure, and let me sure, go. Sure. Sure. And you're like, but hold on a yeah. second. Yeah. Do you have an account? Correct. Are you doing forecasting? Mm-hmm. Like, have you identified your customer? Absolutely. So all of these things, I think, go hand in hand with, like, the two pillars that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, of course, mm-hmm. in addition to what we just do regularly, y'all, and by y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I, I mean, I'll your take friends it. and I'll government. Take I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting because I feel like you guys, when you're sitting around having your discussions, Mm -hmm. right, around your table, you're coming up with creative solutions for problems that exist on a national level in Bermuda. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes Mm -hmm. that filters down and comes back to BDC around what kind of initiatives or programs can we implement to address those Mm -hmm. issues. So, for example, when COVID hit, nobody expected it Mm -hmm. and these businesses were struggling and y'all were like, okay. Okay, we got to do something. So we, you know, we figured out a way to support these businesses. Thank you to mm-hmm. the government for giving us the um, funding to be able to do so. So all of that to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> we do have a list of things that the government would like us to work on. And I want to ask you, yes. based on that list. Go for it. Um, and I know this, one of the things that I think you're going to say is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm responsible for <laughs> but I'll let you tell people um, what is one of the um, newest programs or projects that we're working on that you're most looking forward to seeing launched. Sure. So the first thing, if I'm being truthful and honest, um, and I'm sort of not taking my taking my individual hat on and, okay. and, and, and thinking of a collective government, the government recognizes that the country is in um, a housing situation. Mm-hmm. Um, where we need to facilitate um, increasing the supply of residential homes on the island. And so we've come up with a number of initiatives and things that we can do to spur some of that development. Um, But most notably would be our approved residential schemes. And so if I was to say what is the government's number one priority, particularly amongst BDC initiatives, it is 100%. Um, uh, developing and seeing progress with our approved residential schemes that allows for large-scale residential development within our EEZs, Mm -hmm. helps to stimulate um, activity within the EEZs. Um, It is, as we know, our EEZs are, for the most part, areas that haven't seen that level of investment as other areas. Um, So there's so many benefits that the approved residential scheme brings um, and so taking the individual hat off and speaking for a government yeah. is absolutely uh, the approved residential scheme. Now, having that, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> um, I have a personal interest and would love to see um, us being able to get across and accomplish our online virtual market. Yes. Um, that is a part of our economic recovery plan item. It is a focus of minds that I would love to see. I think it, it 
speaks tremendous and has tremendous value and benefits for our entrepreneurs. Um, and so seeing that across the line and, 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 and you often hear me say yeah. it's not just having the online market available, right. but having our entrepreneurs use it. That is the benefit That's and the benefit. benefit from it. Yes. And so I recognize you've got to crawl before you walk. Yes. And so I need a, a, a an operating online market yes. first yes. before we begin to have um, entrepreneurs on board. Yes. But uh, that is absolutely a focus of mine. And as chair, you know that I, I continue know. to hammer <laughs> um, um, and look forward to uh, when we... You when know, we can could cut do the and, I, and that. we're almost there. Oh. Transactions have uh-huh. gone through. Awesome. We're looking awesome. forward to Awesome. That. You heard it here yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, I, I would agree with you. I mean, I think at the end of the day, the whole ethos of these conversations and coming up with, I mean, solutions to problems, mm-hmm. right? The whole reason we were like we should do this is because we recognize that the smaller micro entrepreneurs are not necessarily in a financial position to take on the burden of of creating a merchant account and paying the fees associated with doing so in that no matter whether or not you make a transaction or not, you have to pay, Mm -hmm. right? And so for us, seeing a virtual market by Bermuda um, come to life would alleviate that problem, I think, and the barrier to entry Mm -hmm. with the goal of having them be able to develop eventually their own online presence, their own online marketplace. And so, again, we're taking this baby business Mm -hmm. and seeing it grow and mature into a full-fledged And it's actually consistent with who and what we do, right? It's very similar to the incubator program, right? It recognizes that... for many of our businesses, the toughest part is starting, it is growing, yes. it is the early stages. Yes. And so our role in terms of support is how can we make that as seamless as possible and, right. and, and, and help you along the way. And so the online market, um, not only does it increase your exposure, but you also get a space where you can um, really understand the demand mm-hmm. you can begin the process mm-hmm. right you you know do people like your product right right what, you know what don't they like do they like your price mm-hmm. the, things of that nature so it allows you to, and uh, so it's beyond just the saving of fees right this becomes a testing market to allow you to sort of um grow mm-hmm. um and and develop mm-hmm. you get it see <laughs> i mean i think for us i think we're we're benefiting from the fact that you have the varied experience, mm-hmm. right? So you do Thank get you. it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think it, it's really important, too, because sometimes, you know, if you're coming in, because we on our board, we have a, a nice representation, I think, in all of the sectors, which I think is important yeah. um, to get the different p- opinions and we partner with these different organizations. But understanding, like you said, from an entrepreneurial perspective or small business owner perspective, what some of the challenges are, mm-hmm. It's like it's the pot calling the kettle black. Sure, I don't have to tell sure, you, right? Sure, I'm preaching to the choir sure, already. Sure. <laughs> um, so in terms of the products and programs that we put on, how do you feel? What would happen if we didn't have them? Like, what is the actual impact, do you think, of BDC being here and providing the products and services that we have? That's an interesting question because... A, it's sort of hypothetical, but yeah. let's 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 play the game. Because we're right? never going yeah, yeah, anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what I think 
what I think, and I'm proud of the BDC for doing this, is it begins to drive him the message that there is success, there is a future in entrepreneurship. Yes. Um, we continue to hammer that home because, as we know, um, a large segment of the community believe that success means certain things, yes. accountants, doctors, yes. lawyers, things yep. of that nature. Mm -hmm. And it's incorrect because it assumes that everyone can fit in a particular box. That's right. right? And we're all individuals. There are creatives. There are people mm -hmm. who are trying to fix problems, people who just want to be their own bosses yes. and things of that nature. And so <clears throat> by us demonstrating that, you can be successful by us being able to promote the successes that we have. Um, it allows others who perhaps are fearful of taking that step yeah. to say, well, if he made it, so I can, can I. Too. I can do it too. Yeah. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And I think that it, it speaks directly to the marketing campaign and the marketing of our services. Yeah. If you look around our office and things like that, we are highlighting businesses and entrepreneurs who have come to BDC, who have started their businesses. And what we wanted to do by doing that is so people see their reflection, right? Absolutely. They're like, I know that person. Sure. Oh, they went to BDC? Sure. Um, let me tr give it a mm -hmm. try, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and and our tagline is Bermuda business starts here because why not? Why not? <laughs> and, and it's an interesting thing, though. I was at uh, the recent graduation mm -hmm. and I said to a board member who was sitting next to me, I said, you know, I often see in these events and you mm -hmm. can correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, but okay. I often see in these events that many of the entrepreneurs that take advantage of our products mm -hmm. and services tend to be women. Yes. Right. Uh -huh. And so we were sort of, and this is sort of us brainstorming, yeah. right? How do we, is that a good thing? Yeah. How do we get more men involved? What's holding them back? And so in terms of things that we can do better, things that we can work on, is sort of getting that data. Maybe it's speaking to some man and yeah. saying, you know, um, how can we better serve you? Mm -hmm. What is stopping you from going to the BEDC yeah. um, and things of that nature? Yeah. So this is absolutely some of the things that we can uh, uh, do to get better and grow. I love the little side hustle <laughs> trying to, <laughs> because you're absolutely right. What you recognize um, just from that is the truth. Mm -hmm. we, we often see the majority of the people that participate in our program are female. Mm -hmm. And so we recognize that and we try and continuously to see what we can do to attract them. So I would love mm -hmm. to get the feedback sure. from you as a male sure. and an entrepreneur, as well as some of the, the other board members to say, what is it? What can we do? What would make you come out mm -hmm. and come to? Mm -hmm. um, from my own kind of thought process and having been here so long, I feel like maybe a lot of the small business owners or entrepreneurs who are male are in the trades, perhaps, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And so from that standpoint, they just do it, right? They're like, I'm going to give me a truck. And I'm just going to move forward. Yep. And it works. Yep. But what I would love to see is how we can help them to develop a mindset that it doesn't just have to be hustle hard every day mm -hmm. to pay your bills, mm -hmm. right? You can actually move this business into Something a fleet bigger. of trucks. Exactly. A fleet of trucks. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I think that has a lot to do with mindset. Yes. Um, and, and, and accepting or even acknowledging that that is something that they want 
to do mm -hmm. because that's what I think maybe the challenge is. They're like, I'm fine. I'm good. I sure. can go when I want. Sure. I can pay for my, my children's yeah. school fees and things like that. But do you want more? Sure. I, I, I certainly absolutely agree with that. And I think there's also uh, a concept or, or I shouldn't say definitively, mm -hmm. but I believe there's also an opportunity where for the most part, um, it may not be as masculine to think of yourself as asking for help mm -hmm. and assistance. Yep. And, you know, it is the ability in your mind to say, I'm going to do, do it, it on my own. Yep. I'm going to make it and yes. I don't need anyone's help. So, um, but speaking to what you were saying is our job yes. is to get you from thinking of a one truck because you can absolutely make it on a truck on your own. Yeah. But we have the skills, the necessary resources to help you now become an owner of a fleet of trucks. That's right. And it's what we want to do. It's mm -hmm. what we are here for. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, um, I think it can happen. It will happen. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly a direction and a focus that uh, we can get into. Okay. So I'm adding that to my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> but after um, the market. <laughs> okay. I guess you're telling me to focus. That's why we have a team. So Indeed. we can Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Um, no, but I love that idea. And I love that you picked up on that because it is that we have had discussions internally about that. And how do we attract more, especially our summer student entrepreneurship program, yeah. You know, like maybe if we start early enough, sure. then they will get used to sure. asking and we can continue to support them. Um, we're almost at the end, sure. but I do want to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about or talk to a potential entrepreneur yeah. and just say why maybe they should consider it. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe what kinds of tips you would give them if for some reason they're just like, I don't know, I can't. Sure. <laughs> so I am always an advocate of independence. Mm -hmm. I love and would promote persons. Now, I recognize that entrepreneurship is not for everyone. That's Some right. Some people prefer mm -hmm. uh, um, the, the, the safety of knowing that they work for a well-established business mm -hmm. and the paycheck is coming because entrepreneurship, it comes with its sacrifices. It sure it, does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but I, I'm always been going to be a proponent of independence. Um, I love that you know, individuals are thinking outside of the box mm -hmm. um, and sort of, I love the idea of your success is largely up to you, right? So right. are you prepared to make that sacrifice? Are you prepared to make that investment? Are you prepared to go the extra mile mm -hmm. and provide um, stellar service? Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the success of the business is largely up to you. And that sort of, you know, gets me excited, yes, as you can yes. probably tell. Um, but... In terms of tips, yeah. what I would do, uh, the first is to do the research. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so many of our entrepreneurs walk in the door and they think they know it yep. all and they think they have the million dollar idea and they just need our money and yeah. it's just going <laughs> to and it's going to take yes. off, right? <laughs> um, but I think you know, and and we quite rightly help them and guide them um, to sort of put it from a concept onto a piece of paper. What are the risks? Mm -hmm. Have you studied the the, the demand, your mm -hmm. competitors, mm -hmm. um, your strengths, your weaknesses? Mm -hmm. um, what sort of investment are we talking about? Right. Things of that nature. What's the projected cash flow going to be? Um, things of that nature because we have to recognize that a Bermuda is a unique market. It is. And so, you know, you have to demonstrate that you know this market um, and so that you can thrive in it. But in saying that, 
um, sort of getting back to where I envision BEDC, it is also getting our entrepreneurs to focus outside of Bermuda, right? Part of the online market, you know, is getting people to sort of exposure outside of our our 21 square mile Mm -hmm. island Mm -hmm. um, and allow their businesses to thrive. But ultimately, um, you can see I'm digressing a bit, but doing the research, staying committed, um, because we know there's going to be ups and downs. I would love to tell anyone that it's smooth sailing, that you just make a decision and it just thrives. But it comes with this. It's not true at all. (laughs) There are going to be days when you want to throw in the towel. There are going to be days when you start to question, is this even worth it? and, and even sometimes you have to make that decision. Yeah, right? that's true. Is it worth it? That's right. Um, but ultimately, you know, I would encourage persons to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my third would be to be prepared to adjust and amend. Yes. Right? So as far as it, there is um, the notion of staying committed, but there's also a, a space where you may have to change tact. That's right. Right? And that's um, okay. That's absolutely okay. And so to be flexible enough yes. to amend and adjust and not sort of so rigid that you're going to have it this way and, 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 and no other way we right. do. It's the ability to sort of being able to be objective mm-hmm. and say, you know what, this isn't working quite the way I thought it would, but if we do you know, this. If we do this, we'll have a better, we'll have a better yeah. outcome. Absolutely. Love that. <laughs> Listen, you got all the tips. <laughs> no, I really appreciate you taking Thank some you. time. Oh, I appreciate you know, you but this is a long time coming, indeed, right? Indeed, right? Indeed. Absolutely. Um, I really appreciate it. No, I'm I'm so happy to have you here. So happy for you to share with us what you think because it you. aligns perfectly. Yes. Um, and so I like to close out the show by saying, if you don't mind your business, who will? Absolutely. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.